What's up everyone out there? Welcome to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. Today we're going to just kind of talk about anything that comes to mind. How about that? Steelhead. So it's on all our minds. Have you been catching them? <sighs> Finally. What's caught that such mean? a nice like one, one yesterday. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is the, 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 the state we live in now. Yes, you know? exactly. Got one? The mad dash to the one. Have you talked to the guys up north or is the any of the tribal rivers starting to get fish? I heard that the guys further north than them, like up near the... The Forks Town were given half price trips and stuff because it's so bad right now. Um, and kind of the, sounded like the same story on tribal land. Sounds the same story about another two hours south of there. And then you give it another two hours south of there, and here we are sitting here telling the same story. So I don't think it's time yet. <laughs> it's been so it's mild. Huge rain, dude. Like well, we just, I gotta I mean, say, the, the friggin' the, so a lot of the lo- local rivers went way up. Was, I couldn't. Couldn't have prayed for anything else, but like I was saying to Cameron today, the last couple of days I was on my home river. I'm on the bank, and and one thing that I don't know, you guys can probably agree during winter steelhead season, contrary to like springers or fall, when you're on the bank and you're walking, you're normally not slipping and sliding on on like mud and sediment and silt and stuff during winter steelhead season. Like the river ha- still hasn't completely flushed out, you know, like. For instance, what I'm getting at is I was fishing my home river and I'm stepping in ankle deep mud and leaves and the little helicopters out of the alder trees and it's just like, even though it looks like winter outside and it feels like winter, the river conditions don't really say winter yet, you know? Well, and you look at you look at like timing. You look at like you know when runs arrive and why they do. And we all think these rains and stuff. But I mean, should have been like kokanee fishing, like the last month. And the water temps right now are nine to ten degrees on the surface warmer. Then they usually are this time of year, and fishing's been fantastic. And it's like, okay, so you got, and it's been really mild. I mean, we did have one kind of cold, snap. cold snap-ish, but December is technically our coldest month to, out of the year, you know. and we are, we're really mild. We haven't so got maybe, our yeah, but it doesn't need to be cold for winter steel to show up. Right. I'm just saying, but, just but, but look seasons. how late, look how late the coho came in. They never even showed up. Well, the few that did, they showed up late. And that could have been on the counter. Like I said, maybe it's just this late. I mean, I'm trying to be positive, but maybe it's just late. (laughs) Or maybe it's just the fact that our states are completely incompetent at planting fish, too, which that is probably more like it. Yeah. I don't know. I will say this. So, like, in a lot of our local rivers, the last two years have been, like, just insanely tough, hard Hmm. fishing. The worst. This year, it's already been a lot better, better than it has been in the previous years. Like people are catching, actually hooking fish. Yep. It's not you go out and you, you grind three or four days literally and don't even hook one. And yeah. that's what we experienced. It seemed like all of last well, at year. Least, at least, you know, to agree, go right along the same lines, at least we're seeing all those photos on the on the, the page and stuff of like the beginner guys. Yeah. And they're getting dude. a nice one. And like there, it's it's not that bad this year. And mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for it because I hope it stays like this. It's dude, not, I think when not, this river, when these rivers come down after this big water, there's going to be some things. You should be able to go work all day yeah. and get a couple. It's not, it's not that bad if you're going to the right river at the right time with maybe like yeah. one except you know what i'm saying yeah. like because i mean we yeah. you and i and the three of us sitting here know like we've seen some of those pictures like you're talking about and it's like yep you can see the bank you know what i mean yeah, you're, you're like yeah. dang you can, it how did i you not can, get you, one you can put x's <laughs> right on where those fish are coming from and then you drive up the river and there's 15 trucks there a day yeah and it's like okay i can all, tell you literally they're all coming from there it sounds like the southern coastal rivers are already like just 
better than Get they've it. been in years. Yeah, like Good. really insane fishing now. I think that my is, plan might change next week. Which really, if you think about what I was saying, as far as like temperatures and stuff, that pretty much just throws it out the window. <laughs> the yeah, southern, exactly. the southern guys are getting after. But we're the like, southern eh. coast rivers this year, in particular, especially for salmon too, saw fantastic runs. Well, so, what's interesting about know. those rivers and what's funny about them is those rivers down there get a lot of hatchery stockings and they have very abundant returns of wild fish. Yeah. So you're pairing both and it just provides a lot more opportunity for people. Yeah. There's a lot more fish in the river when they're there, you know, when they're planted. <laughs> it's like, it's just a, it's such a crazy concept to think about. Jordan almost just got nailed by a bug. I thought, dive, I, could, thought I could smell that stink bug the whole time. Dive bombing stink bug. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, God, I can smell a stink bug in here and he just, he almost killed me. Well, what's the plans for the, like, the, so what are you, are you guys pretty much winter steelhead fishing and now through March or what? Cameron doesn't like winter steelhead fishing yeah, anymore fishing. in January. Oh, well, like I said, it's just going, no, it's just going back to like, there's, 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 there's two rivers that have hatchery fish. And we do this for slammed. a living. And so whatever makes yeah. your job easier, and if that means fishing for other species, then more power to you. And honestly, it's a smarter decision in my opinion. Well, I mean, I take, you know, I take like six goodness. guys kokanee fishing, yeah. I take six guys sturgeon fishing. I envy it. Depending on what we're doing, we're catching you know thirty to fifty kokanee a day, and then hopefully you know the sturgeon fishing. Even if you're into shakers, you're catching forty to seventy fish a day. So you know, it's a. I mean, but I do have that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have canceled a lot and put off a lot of steelhead trips unless the guys were learners i've been doing a few of those and yeah i'm just kind of dumping it into the end of the season you know when the wilds come it you know our two rivers that we fish opens up to like eight rivers and literally any day any one of those rivers can be real productive mm -hmm. you can go down scratch a couple fish at the very least the very and if least. not have an epic day find a big one so like it's coming you know yeah. i'm just being a little more patient this year i think and which yeah. i think is wise for any angler whether guide or or normal angler to make the most of your time on the water but, we say it all the time but there is Whether fish to catch I mean, like you said. or something else you know huh. use those weekends more valuable or for for the average show you're not you know? into if you're not into those other things then go steelheading yeah it was really nice the last couple of days actually having the rivers blown out because it unmotivated me to want to go and i got a lot of stuff done. <laughs> yeah i noticed you doing chores all day yeah. both days I like i, I got so much stuff done like on my computer and just freaking working around the house and i think me and camera on the other page they're like Every time we, I get a day off, I just cannot help but just be lazier than a pile of dog crap. <laughs> he just goes so hard, you know. I but, just went up and did kokanee trips the last three days, and literally we're done by like nine okay, thirty so every day. I <laughs> was literally like noon nap. <laughs> I, I did my duty. I can't take naps. Like uh -huh. I freaking like everyone's my day. I go get home and try to like. You wake up at four thirty. I'm taking a nap. Because usually by the time you do kokanee fishing and get up there and it's cold all day and you're outside, you come home like... I don't wake up at 4.30. Because if I don't take a nap for those two hours, I'm worthless. Why 4.30 to go kokanee fishing? Five. Trying to beat, trying to beat no, I just, yeah, people to the dude, kokanee? Work to do. He's just an old man. It doesn't old man. Light I, don't, I mean, I go to bed at 8. He's got he's to gotta, <laughs> gotta sip his coffee and clear yeah. his throat all morning for two yeah. hours. Yeah. So do my stretches. <laughs> yeah, do my stretches. <laughs> 38's a bitch. Be careful. Don't grow. Don't don't age. Yeah. Don't age, he says. Well, I hope that we get. I hope that we get some some fish that are showing up after all yeah. these rains for sure. It's because some of the rivers around here they did they did plant a decent amount of fish. Right. And I mean last year. I mean last year the coho run was terrible, but this year the coho run, even though it didn't come into as to be what expected it was, it was still decent. It, it was still better. Yeah. Than last year, and I'm just kind of hoping that the steel just falls suit. 
Yeah. And what we're seeing already for some early wild, and then even the the couple crowded places for hatcheries. I mean, they are kicking out some fish, so it's not That's like kind it's. Of it is. We all just pray for wilds nowadays because some rivers do get fairly good runs, and anymore it's kind of all we have left. You know, well, those nice, those robust wild runs, if they do exist. It also spreads out those people that just, I just got to kill a winner. Yeah. Like, it yeah. drives me crazy. I mean, if that's what you're into and you want to kill that dog food, go right ahead. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's so it's funny like, that people say that. Winter steelhead tastes good. They taste They're exactly mild, like a summer steelhead. I don't understand. Oh, no. It's you're, a steelhead. You're, it, it's a steel. It's, dude. They Where's don't have as much the, oil content, but right. if you cook them the right way, they're no, still they, amazing. A fresh fish is better than any, like, a fresh so I give you that. Like, but if fish, you wanted yeah. to put, like, a steelhead, a winter versus, like, a yeah. summer versus a springer, I need a winter steelhead over a fall chinook, though. Like, dude, 20-pound yeah. <laughs> wild winter steelhead is freaking amazing. Amazing? <laughs> Do you fry that <laughs> adipose fan like a potato chip? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like steel well, and veal. I got one. I got one for you. Oh, okay. so you yeah. get the cheeks. Yeah. I got one in the freezer. You can. Try. <laughs> I think it's probably so. And everyone's. Disgusting we are now being email. reported by everybody listening yeah. to this podcast. Sorry, there are. Wow. You know what's funny here. is I wonder how many people do like report us just to do it, just to like, oh, these guys are doing that. And the cops are like, I love those dudes. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know. I pulled him over the other day out there on the beach. The only incident that I ever heard that we ever had an issue with the enforcement, I went right to the went right to the lieutenant. He laughed. So I mean, yeah, yeah. No, play people. play by the rules. We exactly. always do. You got to. You got to. You don't last long if you don't. That's a fact. I mean, they they know. They're That's not a fact. What do you got sitting here? Got some new jigs for the guys on YouTube that want to see. We finally got these going out to the retailers. We've got that same proprietary material that we put in our. Uh, out Twitchers now in the Mustad Sink It series. Addicted really steelhead jigs. Yeah, I we really got do. eights. I need to head to the store. Quarters. Get me some of those bad boys because they look sixteenths. Good. You know this material though. Like you look at it in the pack and it's sparkly. It's shiny. You see, it's a single bead jig. You know, which pretty much is what we all use anyways, despite right. whatever it's made out of. But man, that material does fish really good with like a steelhead egg on there or a little chunk of bait, mm -hmm. a little coon shrimp tail. Well, I just, just like it because it holds just the same thing we talked about with the twitching jig. It holds a body. Yep. And you know, one of the reasons we always fish the single beaded rabbit furs over the years is because of the, how well they hold a body in the water. And th this material it looks holds alive. an even better body. It looks alive. It's freaking amazing. It's so yeah, alive. like Cam said, we did eighth ounce, quarter ounce, and we did sixteenth ounce as well. Tons of different color patterns. And they're they're amazing. We tested them what all last yeah, week. We had tons of I'd pictures with them last season. Yeah, as I was say, you look back at my every picture of the jig. Cause, I mean, that's the thing. Last year was a jig year for me. Mm -hmm. Like the low water. This one too. Yep, that orange and white with the. I mean, I was that thing, say, if we get another low water year, that sixteenth ounce is going to fish. Oh yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> that's a really it fished nice really well. Yeah. I mean, we, shoot, we have. I mean, it was like it was low for like a month. Yeah, like the, kind of the heart last of last year was extremely season. low water. But no fish. Well, I know I know a lot of the Midwest That's guys are going to be excited for 16th ounce because with, with mm -hmm. our with our jig heads, I just, a bunch of them have asked like if how come we haven't made smaller ones and well, stuff. Well, it's funny again. I just I could not wait to go try it out there. A client texted me today, a guy I've taken from New York a couple of times, and he booked a trip in February again with his good buddy, and he's like, I'm heading up north, up to New York tomorrow for the week. Hopefully can get him, and he sends me a picture of these jigs and stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, throw some prawn on there, see what happens. And he's like, oh, fish are pretty skittish. Guys are running six-pound mainline and three-pound tests with spawn sacks. And I'm like, 
oh my god like there's just no way I, I don't know there's just no way those fish I just love to throw a six inch worm right behind them just with see. their three pound test with a 15 pound leader and just give it to them and just see what happens you know yeah I will say those rivers and creeks and stuff that they're fishing over there are much smaller much smaller but for you guys fish tiny you guys fish the smallest stuff I've ever seen in my life and you guys eat 20 pound all the time it's true yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't even touch anything else okay half the group <laughs> I'm like well, I don't know I mean I don't go under 12 yeah I, I mean I really don't unless it's like a you know like a tactical 12 or something but I don't ever find a need to go under 12 yeah I usually Mostly, fish 15 even or last, last, I mean you guys are like well last year but I mean last year was so out of the ordinary they're not using three pound fluorocarbon yeah. you know what I mean they're using three pound mono which just makes me wonder why they don't just bump it up and go with is fluorocarbon even a thing out there yeah but not the not the pea lines and the so I don't. It's just do, so yeah. crazy because they fish so different too. They use a floating mono. They don't use like braided. Most of them use that blood run tackle like floating mono fishing line. No. So they don't. They just fish so much. They fish a lot we're not different. Than us. We're not trash talking you. No, East I'd like to go there and do it. Midwesters. I'm just confused by the tactics, and I'm excited to see if our mustad tail out. I think it's cool. I think it's crazy that this fish. They, they're serious. literally fishing for steelhead that were brought out there from the west coast. From our rivers in our backyard. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's and not like a diet. It's not like a diet thing because it's not like there's a jig hatch out in our ocean that they don't have <laughs> in the know. Great Lakes that they don't eat. I mean, like, at and the there end of the day, there's no shrimp. This is a side note. There's no shrimp in the Great Lakes, is there? I'm sure there might be some sort of freshwater shrimp. shrimp. I have no idea. We got them in the okay. Columbia now, <laughs> right? But uh, I mean, no. if you guys are Midwest yeah. followers out there, make sure you drop a comment below and let us know if you have any sort of like freshwater shrimp or anything. Because that's of obviously waters. what the jig kind of emulates. It has that same movement, you know, that kind of zero gravity movement in the water column. And it's like a red and white headed jig. I mean, we've all fished a coon trim. Yeah, I thought it, yeah. Okay, walk you with you, you could that. say that, or it could be a, it could be a bug. <laughs> or it could be like something a, shiny. A nip, a nip <laughs> down. Something pretty, I just want to eat it. Huh. Yeah. But well, what else is new? We're on the Mad stupid. Dash to the Sportsman Show now. I know. Oh, God, Jumping yeah. back into like schedule, I know after next week. I lose my life for the next two months. Yep. Just film, yes. fish, and entertain pretty much. Yep. February 5th through the 9th is the Sportsman Show. If you guys haven't followed us on Instagram, make sure you guys follow our Instagram account because we've been doing a lot of little updates and stories. And it's more of like a real time. So if you guys want to follow along more real time with the way things are happening day to day, make sure you follow on the Instagram. But we bought a little trailer. So we're going to be hopefully having a trailer this year there that we can like take all the stuff down to the show in. And we're going to go big again. So we'll have lots of different hats and shirts and tons of stuff. And then more than anything, we just love to meet all you guys. So make sure you come to the Portland Sportsman Show February 5th through the 9th. It's always great to take all the different pictures with all you guys and shake all your hands, even though you guys give me the flu every year. <laughs> I was going to say, and wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. I Last year I like You bathed. just can't get that many human bodies in one area yeah. and not have some sort of culture. Yeah. You know, dude, I some, bathed some sort of in freaking... I bathed in hand sanitizer last year, and it didn't help at all. I still got the worst flu ever. It sounds tingly. I was just dead. Happens every single year. But yeah, we'll be at the Sportsman Show. I don't really know what else is, what else we have going on coming up. Bashes. Yeah. January 23rd oh, wow. and January 30th. January 23rd, we will be at Bob's Sporting Goods. And January 30th, we will be at Fisherman's Marine in Tigard. So those are the official locations. Bob's Sporting Goods in Longview on January 23rd. And 
Fisherman's Marine in Tigard on January 30th. Those I'm going to go ahead and write this down. Yeah, make sure you get those written down. January 23rd and January 30th. Those are, And these will be our last two bashes before the we pick a boat winner. Yeah. So I saw, was that you that posted something about the boat, or did somebody else make one just like it? I could have swore I was like, I, didn't post I did not hear about us giving the boat away because somebody had this brand new, like, little, like, chromed out little John boat with a really badass Minkota on it. And they must have been fixing it up for duck hunting or something. That's but funny. I thought it was our boat for sure. Yeah, no. No, it's not done yet, but it'll be done. We'll deliver it, you know, in the springtime <clears throat> sometime to the winter. Larry will get it to me and I'll get it to the winter sometime in the spring. But we'll be picking a winner at the sportsman show or sometime around that area of time so these are the last two bashes that you can enter in those so make sure you guys show up again draw, january 23rd january 30th draw it at the sportsman show that might be kind of fun that'd be kind of fun like just saturday evening a bunch of people that would be fun cool. might have to draw it at the sportsman show that'd be kind of oh cool. there we go mm -hmm. yeah yeah so make sure you guys come to those bashes they're a great time we're doing those you said 24th january 23rd uh -huh. and the january 30th 30th, okay. They're Thursdays. They're 6 to 9 p.m. Those are the, the dates and times. <laughs> and we are going to go somewhere further south after the Sportsman Show. Yes, right? we are. So in, don't freak out and send us February, messages. In February, we will be doing a couple more winter bashes down south, um, mm -hmm. somewhere in that region. Yeah. So we're planning on hopefully do, planning a little trip down there, too, where we fish and do the bashes and kind of make it, make it a gig. So that's the plan. So make sure you guys are being on the lookout for that and like i said make sure you guys follow us on instagram because that's where a lot of those like real-time updates happen is on instagram so if you guys want to be in the loop make sure you follow us on instagram it's addicted underscore fishing on there so make sure you do that what else we got are you guys got you got any open trips what are you guys fishing for the next few months not until the end of february mid after the sportsman show i have some openings um as of now um, and then March is pretty wide open for scheduling, rescheduling, and just, you know, organic trip booking. Uh -huh. um, but so if some, you want to get out. Some time after the sportsman show in February and some time yeah. in March if so you guys want to get out fishing. I still Jordan. have peak days open, so um, but kind of just letting them linger there. I know Cam does a lot of the same sort of scheduling. Yeah, you're going to cancel so many yeah. from water. And, so you kind of yeah. leave that time open. So if you guys do want to get on the board and get out and learn or just see some new water or have some fun, do not hesitate to give any of the addictive guides a call. We're in every stretch. You know, we got Popov down the Oregon coast. We got Cam and I up here in southwest Washington and, and northwest Oregon. Um, we got guys clear out east. If you want to go do oh, some yeah, trophy yeah, walleye yeah, fishing, yeah, TJ's doing trophy everything. walleye right now. So if Biggins. you guys want to go fish, we got you covered. Cool. Yeah, no me. And you, you feel free to send us a message. I know we get emails and messages. So if you guys want us to connect you with one of the addicted guys, just shoot us an email or shoot us a message, and we can get yeah. you connected with the right guy for sure. What else? What else is there? Today was the sturgeon. I was oh, say today was the opener for sturgeon, but I had a steelhead trip tomorrow that we canceled due to the rain we got today and i drove over a couple of the rivers and it ain't happening so we canceled that and then i pushed the sturgeon trip to tomorrow so tomorrow's my first day so that's my report i don't have one i <laughs> saw swanson got one though yep Swan. seen a couple i saw another boat that had four keepers like guys went out and got it i mean there's so, there's definitely some opportunity come wind or hell or high water eels. you can get it <laughs> and what's that season normally go for i'm telling you right now just from the few boats that i talked to today that went out it ain't gonna go along it, it's all water temperature based and so most of the time it goes till about i'd say average goes about the second third week of February. the dallas pool will shut down quick that usually goes pretty darn quick because the guys that have it down up there 
it's real productive and they can get a lot of big fish in a hurry and mm -hmm. the, the quota is smaller but the Bonneville pool usually will stay open probably about five six seven weeks but on years where I feel like we're gonna have this year where the water temps are up the fish are real active they're biting uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets out of January and maybe if it's not done by the sportsman show. Hmm. That's like, you know, and you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. It can change. But if you're looking to go sturgeon, you might want to think about doing it now versus later, or at least in the next few weeks. Cause the quota will get just cause up. it's all quota based. And, it, and it, if the they fish... manage it obviously to keep that fishery going, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And that, 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 you know, it's funny cause people are like, I can't believe you, can't, you can still keep sturgeon up there. And I mean, having that, Locked in population, but shoot, back in Fish and Wildlife, I used to long line up there. I used to do part of the population estimating up there. And I tell you what, I mean, when you don't have seals and sea lions, and you have a pretty stagnant population, and you have you don't you don't have much recruitment between the dams. Like they have a pretty good idea to keep that fishery sustainable. And shoot, for as long as I remember, it's kind of been this way. So at least in the last twenty years, where everything else in the lower well, Columbia kind of is getting it tough, they've, it's been manageable. Well, they don't, but they're not getting you know sea lions killing every spawning oversize. You know, they're not getting some big curveballs like they do in the lower river. So Sounds like they've gotten a lot of that under control. Not completely, but yeah, they've definitely but, gotten rid of a lot of those sea lines at the dams. Yeah, and then the there falls. was just a guy talking just a couple days ago online. They were up there checking out Bonneville and, and uh, dinking around and still watching them get killed there and then getting killed in the Willamette. Those guys that were catching release sturgeon fish in there watched them kill seven, six or seven monsters right in front of them just while they were catching and releasing that afternoon. So... Yeah, I mean it's it's a step in the right direction, but I think they're not out of the woods yet. So yeah, but at least we'll they're, at least they're working them now. Yeah, I mean it's no, it's everything's everything in that arena is going positive. Yeah, starting for to, sure. Yeah, those sea lions. A lot have, of work to get to where they're at right now. There's a reason we made band sea lion shirts. Those things have just wreaked havoc <laughs> on our fisheries. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite sweater to wear. Yeah, <laughs> it's the band mm -hmm. sea lion. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love that I love wearing it out in public. I love wearing it out in public. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, a yeah, little people cool. just freaking. Check your ladies are like, oh my gosh, why band sea lions? I'm like, because I hate them. Oh, <laughs> do you have 30 minutes for me to tell you? I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to shoot everyone in the face one day. So yeah, really quick, before we kind of get out, before we kind of wrap this thing up, so let's circle back to steal it again real quick. Yeah. Cause you got, have you, what have you guys been catching them on? If you have been out, I know you got a lot of worm. I got the only two steel that I've gotten so far this winter, two beautiful hens. One was on a jig and prom. One was on a, yeah. on a worm. And then uh, Phil got one on a worm yesterday too. Worming it. Worming it. What Worming it. Jig and prawn. Jig and prawn. Jig and prawn. But that's just kind of the river we were fishing. It's just an iconic worm river, obviously. You guys know it. Yeah. And so, and then the other the other river, it's, we just had a jig on, and I ran the fish right out of the hole. We cast it at it, and it ate the jig, so. Nice. <laughs> that worked nice. out good. All three fish I've hooked, obviously, were on worms. He's like the nightmare jig user. Yep. <laughs> except I use catch everything on my except except I I know. he's like the one pink bead guy the Charisse bead guy yeah oh, I only fish <laughs> I speed no I like to switch like when we floated the other day I, I tried probably 12 different worm colors throughout the day yeah I constantly switch but I usually make it a point to always fish a, a jig fish a worm and fish a spoon through most holes 
Well, I agree, you know, and I've, I've kind of ride myself a lot this time of year, especially guiding, and I, I almost feel like I let my clients down a little bit by not switching up much, but there is a point in where you're wasting a lot of effort mm -hmm. and time switching your techniques rather than sticking with the four. Have more rods rigged up? I do that. Six rods, I mean, four different colored beads, two different color worms, and a spinner, and, we, and if nothing's going to bite that, we're out. I might need to have a jig on, you know what I mean? Once you've covered that many presentations, that many color sequences, I feel like you're kind of beating the horse. But I exactly, think that's why thing, I typically run, will run two to three setups through the hole. And it's well, I think there, what you're onto and what kind of popped into my mind here as soon as we started talking about it, it's like instead of switching up worm colors throughout the day, you should be, you know, we saw this work in Alaska really, really well when there was high numbers of fish or even low numbers of fish, but switching that worm color in the same hole. Oh, yeah. Making three casts with your with your pink and and or, you know your red haze, and then going to the black nightmare worm, and yeah. then just making the two casts instead of fishing half the river and then going, oh, I'm going to change my worm now. That's literally you know so the, I mean? the fish that we just got the other day. We all fished. We all had three different color worms on. We fished them through, fished them through. I was fishing a spoon, and Sean switched his color of his worms. Next cast through, hooked the fish. Yeah, on a different. I did a color. trip last. Did a trip last weekend and. We got one small steelhead, but then we had two other just like guaranteed bobber dogs. Oh, they were they were cutties. I mean, they yeah. were they were drainers. Like first cast through the hole, like you know, if there's a hot steelhead, boom. And and a lot of times, like you get that and you miss. It's like don't cast again, don't cast again. Just wait, 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 wait. Don't get excited. Like pull the guys back. And then I even tried switching jig color because we were jigging prawn. I was switching jig colors, giving something different, giving something different. Or a lot of times that works. Mm -hmm. I think these fish get used to seeing crap, especially if the water's clear. Like I think they get, they'll get immune to it. Oh, for to sure. It. And then you throw that something different. River. Oh yeah. And so, but it did not work that in that situation <laughs> at all. But um, in either one of them. World. But most of the time it does work. Maybe not most of the time, but I'd say enough to where it's worth doing. Enough to where we have eleven different steelhead color ones. So. <laughs> That's the fact. There's well, a reason so that we have I mean, like even Mad River. I think he has like. Right. 24 different well and patterns. you have different conditions like you know the reds or the oranges work you know the real bold colors you know if you have like the glacial water yeah, and yeah. you have the clear water like you definitely want to like pair those with the right conditions but. exactly and so if you got uh, that's perfect thing to talk about so if you go to our website we actually made some made, tried to make it easy for new anglers and people that were out there just trying to get started with worms and we did like bundle packs now that and we kind of put them in to those categories so we did like a clear water one so it comes with five different packs of worms that are more geared towards clear water. And then we did like a more green color. We called it glacier green, but it's going to work in anything that's like darker color water, green, murky, those kind of water conditions. So make sure you guys check those bundles out on our website. We got a whole bunch of new stuff on there right now, worms, and we have our addicted steelhead eggs and all that jazz on there. So if you guys want to support, head over to the website, www.addicted.fishing. And with that being said, we're going to freaking get out of here and go do a live feed. Mm, got six minutes. Let's get it on. Six minutes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. If you're on YouTube, we really appreciate it. Don't forget, drop a comment. Give this video a thumbs up. And don't forget to head over to Bob's Sporting Goods and Fishfield because those are the two companies right now that have our Sinket Series jigs in stock. But word on the street is that Fisherman's and Sport Hill will have them in the next yeah, couple but, days yeah. as well. By the time so, you're hearing this, check them out. They're there. They should be in all the stores. So thanks again for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you on the road. There you go.